When we're talking about the feminine, I would love to just kind of explore that a little bit and talk a little bit more about the powers of the feminine. When you were going through this process, what were some of the things you learned about the feminine that maybe you didn't really Mm. have access to before? Yeah. I mean, there's the entire process of the music and particularly the visual album was a ceremony. It felt like going into an ayahuasca ceremony because we would go, I mean, for the visual album specifically, when we would go in, we had a set, I had a costume, we had a loose plan of what we wanted to do, but what we did every single video was, every shoot was make a prayer to the divine to guide us in the ways that will be of the most service and of the highest good to everyone who will witness this. And then completely surrendered to whatever what wanted to emerge. And that took a deep sense of listening. The feminine polarity is receptive. Mm -hmm. It's really, really receptive and in tune to the subtleties of a space Mm -hmm to the subtleties of listening to nature and feeling what it is trying to guide you and trying to show you. And so I think that the the depth of what I felt in it was just my ability to receive and tune into something bigger than me. You know, this is, it is me that's bringing this through. That is the transmission of the music that is you know, having the visions of, of, of what it is, you know, we want to bring into the space. But ultimately, it's my surrender to not believing I know anything and to surrender to the mystery and trusting in the mystery, having faith in the mystery, being connected of enough and having the clarification of my desire enough to speak my prayers into the space mm. and then just opening up and fully receiving. Mm. That's that's probably the biggest mm-hmm. thing that I learned through this whole thing. And, and I was equally met by having to be in my masculine because, you know, I had my my filmmaker, a dear brother of mine, Everett, and um, Ellie, who you guys have, mm-hmm. have, we've talked about as my life doula mm-hmm. and producer on everything. It was just us three that did the whole thing. Wow. So... I, and, and, you know, we had lighting and like some other like uh, assistance for uh, my sister Soraya was there, but like ultimately like the entire vision and the entire production of it was between the three of us. So it's like, this is a vision of what it feels like. This is the music. Mm. This is what I'm seeing as I'm listening to the music, like let's make it happen. So I simultaneously had to be the most in my masculine that I've ever been in. And that was also inviting me deeper into my feminine because so many things went wrong. And it, in moments, felt like I was going to crumble in mm-hmm. overwhelm because we had worked so hard to just get things mm-hmm. a certain way. And it was like, it was Kali's medicine, mm-hmm. essentially, like allow what needs to be destroyed, to be destroyed, to then let what wants to be birthed come through. Mm-hmm. And again, the invitation, I am in full trust that everything that is going wrong is happening for me and I will be in a place of listening. It doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel right. But like I surrender that there is something divine going on right now. There is divine orchestration and all of these things that are just like punching my masculine in the face. 
And so like, let me move back into my feminine and be in flow with what wants to come about. So that was also a really beautiful invitation. And then the last one that I would, you know, love to to anchor about the feminine is the reclamation of sexuality as sacred. You know, one of the songs is called Out of Exile. And I have also lived a lifetime of being really disempowered in my sexuality. Mm. I won't go into that because I did an entire podcast about that at one point. People can find, but being in relationships where I was, I really wanted to be loved. So I would open myself in that way. And I didn't really honor my body. I didn't choose partners who were honoring of me. I use in my earlier years, I've also had very, you know, darker tendencies where I've also lied and been manipulative and tried to use sex as a way to like feel more in control or stable Mm -hmm. or like we're fighting, like, why don't we have sex? You know, like, yeah. I've also used, used yeah. you know, like sex, sex for me has not been this anchored, true expression of me, like fully claiming my pleasure for myself in the ways that are in truth for me. And so, you know, this out of exile song is a reclamation of our pleasure for ourselves and, and understanding like sexual energy. If you think of the moment of orgasm, right? That is the potential to create life mm-hmm. vibrationally. And everything, we, you know, we know this, everything in the universe is vibration. This body, if I'm singing into the space, it's vibration. This table is vibration. Everything is vibration. If you think of it in like hierarchy, like that energy is God energy. Mm-hmm. It's like the closest, like highest frequency that you can get to God energy. Mm-hmm. And yet thousands of years, we are so disconnected and disempowered from one of the most powerful things we have access to. Funny, that doesn't seem like a coincidence mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. And so, you know, I've, I, this last year did a, an apprenticeship with uh, the woman I mentioned before, my dear sister, Emily Fletcher, mm-hmm. and it was initiating me in sex magic. And this is using, harnessing your sexual energy to manifest you know, bring, bring energy through your body, through the portal of your womb, your womb energetically, your womb physically can bring physical life in the, into the 3D. And your womb can also energetically bring energy from, you know, the, from the cosmos, like into the 3D, like that is available to you. So I went through this whole initiation with Emily Fletcher for a week long and the things that healed for me because your sexual energy is purifying. Like it's purifying you in like a multidimensional way. Mm. I've had a lot of experiences recently in uh, medicine space as well as like Eros Mm. is like the allurement of the, it's like the desire for life to create life. It's the desire that Mm. atoms are like magnetizing each other. It's the desire between masculine and feminine polarities. It's the desire to be on the receiving end, the feminine, you know, receptive polarity of the mass of receiving the masculine mm. penetrative mm. polarity, you know, and just kind of like deepening into all of these like very ancient codes 
you know, back to Isis. And I don't know if you've ever read the Magdalene manuscript, but they have, you know, really, mm-hmm. really incredible practices in there. Like this doesn't necessarily have to take place with other. This is something that you can entirely use in your own practice and to be able to create through pleasure. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. Mm. You know, but at, but first we have to come out of this exile of shame around our sexuality. And, you know, reclaiming your sexuality is not like, it's not, I'm going to use my sexuality to get something that I want. It's, there's a, there's a transactional mm-hmm. lower level, not evolved energy in that. And I think for, you know, for a lot of women and men, that's the way they experience sexuality. There's this transactional energy that's happening. Like I do this for you. So, you know, you buy me this purse or you, Mm -hmm. you know, like, and and it might not even be conscious, but it's just like, there's a lot of distorted energy around sexuality, but how can we fully reclaim it for ourselves and realize how freaking powerful we are as women? Like, we are so, so powerful to think that we can literally create a life inside of our body and birth it into the world out of a beautiful moment of God alchemy. Mm-hmm. Like that is so powerful. Our ability to sense and feel people, our ability to listen. And, and the, the other one that I said earlier like the ability to love anyways. Mm. This may have been so painful to me and I love you anyways. I think that's the superpower mm-hmm. of the feminine. So those those really feel like the big key codes of what I really received in this, in this process and uh, really just learning that the sexiest thing is for you to be in your truth. Mm-hmm. The sexiest thing is for you to be in your truth. And sometimes the truth is messy. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the truth isn't just like, I'm here and I'm centered. Thank you so much for tuning in to Morning Microdose by Almost 30. We hope you enjoyed waking up. As always, we encourage you to take what resonates and leave the rest. If you enjoyed this trip, tune into the full episode on the Almost 30 podcast. All episode information can be found in the show notes. Make sure to subscribe. And if this becomes a part of your morning routine, be sure to share it with a friend. We have new inspiring doses Monday through Friday. Follow us on Instagram at Morning Microdose and follow Almost 30 at Almost 30 Podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the vortex.